This is a City of Crestview podcast. Welcome to Season 4 of Civic View, your exclusive source to the inner workings of your local government. We created Civic View to inform and educate our community on all things Crestview, and we are excited to keep that going with another season of spotlights, history, events, and all the awesome things that make Crestview such an amazing place to live. So, let's get started. Hello, Crestview, and thank you for joining me for another excellent episode of Civic View. This is, I don't don't know what episode it is uh, count-wise, but I'm just glad you're all here with me for this one. Um, And I'm also glad that I have two really great guests with me today. Uh, I have some internal guests, uh, so this time around I have... um, well, they're, the positions are newer for the city, actually. So what? who I have here with me, I have um, Wayne Steele, who many of you probably know, uh, what, was our public uh, works director for I mean, how many years, Wayne? A lot. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that as an acceptable answer. Many years. <laughs> so many, I don't want to talk about it. No. <laughs> Fifteen years as public service director, five years assistant director, but a total of... Uh, 28 years working with the city. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you you loved us so much you came back for a second go or a third yeah. go, right? <laughs> so, but actually, Wayne's in a new role now. Um, we actually have a new public services director, uh, uh, Mr. Mike Criddle. I'm actually going to have him on in a, in a future episode uh, to talk about um, what's going on with public services currently. But now Wayne is our director of operations, um, which is something we, we really needed uh, because we have so so much going on it can be a bit chaotic so it's nice to be the person uh, it's nice to have a person who has to stand in the middle of the storm and <laughs> direct traffic so to speak and we you know we're grateful for that so i, I want to say thanks for being here wayne you know i really appreciate it. i know you're super busy so um, yeah, glad to be here and then and then uh, the other guest that i have is um is jace jace vanderford he's our uh, project manager and he works directly with wayne and um these two guys uh I mean, like I said, they help maintain the chaos that can be, you know, all the projects we have going on. Capital. When I say chaos, I don't mean like we're screwing everything up. I just mean like we have a lot of stuff going on. As everyone knows, Chris, you has been expanding rapidly and, you know, we're trying to make sure we we handle it all the right way and, and uh, plan for the future and, and stuff, which if you listen to some of my previous episodes, you know, I harp on that a lot about planning for the planning for the future so that when we have that growth, we're ready for it too. Jace, um, that was a long way to say thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. I know you're busy too, because Wayne puts you to work, other people put you to work. I make you take photos sometimes, so Jace is great because he's always uh, hustling and he doesn't often say no. <laughs> I try to just keep a keep everything going. Yeah, now yeah. you're doing a good job, Go man. With appreciate everything. it. Um, I'm sure Wayne appreciates it too. <laughs> I do. Um, so, so what are we here to talk about today, guys? Uh, well, we're here to talk about. And this is why I said this was an exciting episode. One of the things we're going to talk about is traffic, but we're not going to talk about that till later on. So you got to stick around, or I guess technically, if you're listening to this digitally, you could fast forward, but that would be rude. And you should listen to everything else because we're going to talk about some other cool stuff too. We got a lot of great projects. Fifteen that we that we uh, meet with the city manager weekly and update him with. So fifteen capital projects that we currently have going. And um, some of these projects, like you talked about in my role, is that you don't just complete a project and forget about it and sure. walk away. Absolutely not. A lot of these projects, like the golf course, you you stay engaged. And um, 
that's one that I you still manage as it um and I see us working through some aspects of managing making sure everything's working as you intended it to sure I mean, because we, I mean, we don't, some of these projects, we, we hire engineers and contractors to work for us. And some, we got to make sure that, you know, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing and all that kind of stuff. I mean, so I imagine that with, you said there were 15 cap, let's for real quick, mm-hmm. I'm gonna put you on the spot for a second. Give us a, give us a basic understanding of what a capital project is. Capital project is anything that the city engages in that um, this this capitalized. The funding is set aside and approved by the city council. It's usually in your budget as an approved part of the comprehensive plan. It's um, it can vary in in the amount, but anything that's capitalized usually means it's over five thousand dollars. Okay, and then we don't we often use um, don't we use the half cent tax for that sure uh, we use we use a lot of funding sources and actually jace can we track we track in in the software program we use jace can elaborate on that but we we track all the funding sources that the city receives um the half cent your gas tax your okay hold on wait. all right <laughs> so <Sure. laughs> so when wayne says i have to that's a trigger one so when when he says gas tax he he doesn't mean that there is no crestview gas tax all right no. that's good don't so don't even i don't even want to hear people start with that one he, he's talking about the, there's a uh, fuel tax that the state does right and a, a portion of that tax itself comes back to us to use on roads equipment that are made for roads things like mm-hmm. that it's it I personally think they should call it a transportation tax, to be honest with yes, you, instead of a fuel tax, because it would take so much confusion out of it. But I don't work in Tallahassee. And we, we've been receiving <laughs> a little portion of that for many, many, many years. Over my entire um, career here, right. we've we've used that for partially in the past. It was used, most of it we received was used for uh, paving. Yep. And you know, and and keeping your roads overlaid with new asphalt every year, you had a list that you submitted for that for that purpose. Yeah, it's real, it's real specific. The yes, state statute is real. It's easy to find. Very uh, restrictive. on their website. It's very restrictive as to right. what you can use that funding for. Uh, I got a great infographic I made. I you know maybe I'll bust it back out and throw it back out there. I, I haven't heard too many people talking about the Great Crestview Gas Cabal or anything like that lately. I, I think <laughs> we tried to get people informed on most of that. That is not a thing. Sometimes the gas is more expensive here because we're by the interstate and that's free market. Yeah. But um, anyways, yeah, but, so capital projects, we get funding from different places, right. but they're all what we would consider major projects because they're over, you said $5,000? Yes. And they're approved by council. Right. Uh, the funding, where the funding come from is, I assume, is approved as well. And, yes. And so so that that's the type of projects we want to talk about today. And the reason why is because those types of projects are the ones that people, they see. They put their eyes on. They right. go, "What's Tangible, going on yeah. here? What's happening? Uh, why is the streets tore up right here? Or why is there some structure going in right here? What's going on with that?" You know. Now, obviously, private buildings like we're so we're going to talk a little bit about the commons. The commons themselves are not something we're constructing. You know, that's a that's a private entity that's putting in buildings that businesses are going to lease. But some of the infrastructure support, some of the other things that go along with supporting the business coming in, are things that we do as a city, right? Right. Right. There's an element of of that development. There's a portion of it that the city benefits from and we partnered with the developer to to better uh, to make their development more accessible and to provide traffic relief from that segment of area that they are located. Another the segment uh, that area on Highway eighty five. 
because everyone wants to face Highway 85. That's right. where all your traffic is. Well, those traffic numbers help you to generate more people visiting your stores. So they want to be in that location, but the problem is, um, you know, you don't want congestion. You don't want traffic to to be, um, you don't want it to stop because of uh, because someone's wanting to go to a, a new shopping center or something like that. So with this, we've we created an opportunity to um, to actually construct a new road with a new intersection at this location. And you want to talk about the details of this? Yeah, yeah. Okay. you don't mind. Well, I, I, I mean, spoke like a, uh, this is part of the overall uh, Southwest bypass. Mm. It was uh, we partnered with a developer in with Okaloosa County, and of course the state and federal government to fund this entire project the portion that i'm speaking of in this conversation is that actually ties into crestview commons is called the east west connector yeah. road and we, which we i guess we technically named right didn't we i mean we never i did collected a, i collected a lot of names I mean, some of y'all got jokes by yeah. the way just gonna say some of y'all <laughs> got jokes you're not as funny as you think you are <laughs> but i know we had presented some from council i couldn't remember if we had made a decision on that or well, not. well we didn't go with new management road <laughs> and uh, unfortunately i kind of like that one i think i got like three of that one actually <laughs> there were some of them i got more than one yeah <laughs> But, however, this, this new uh, segment of, of road and highway will, uh, will connect from the southwest bypass, which that connection, that intersection is also a signalized intersection. And it's out by uh, near Arena Road in that area of town, and then it extends to the east and actually will be a brand-new traffic signal at Hospital Drive and um, the east west connector road and and of course that's the crestview commons yeah and and just just for clarity because some people uh, they don't think of road names they think of landmarks so to, to get an understanding where hospital drive is it's the road that comes out right there between advanced auto parts and staples. at&t and staples right there it's right. it's a scary intersection to drive through currently if, if you do it um but that will get better because we're going to put a traffic signal in there and we're going to do traffic improvements in that yes. space Actually, the construction starts within two weeks. So you were going to start seeing that then? Right. They will start on the east side, the existing hospital drive. That's a city-owned street there. Highway 85 is a state-owned road because we have to work within the, uh, you know, along with the state. And, and of course, there's we have to submit permits and plans just like anyone else who works and all of these uh, improvements have to be approved by the state and before we can start construction. They're going to start on the city side. There's a few remaining little items of the uh, diesel lanes and turn lanes of the new traffic signal that still hasn't been, com you know, um, we had not completely, um, how do I say it? Um, well, we haven't met all of their approvals. Okay. That's, so it's that's still the best some way of the development it. and engineering phase. We'll I just didn't want to get too technical <laughs> yeah. with everyone about the why, but... Um, Sometimes we have to wait for a stamp. <laughs> yep. Yeah, 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 you're exactly right. And um, however it is moving forward, it's um, it's going to be a great improvement to this area, to that particular area for actual having access in, in all directions. It's uh, it's going to improve that area, give great access to the new commons, and and for people who want to leave there and go back, 
say you live in Baker Milligan, hold out to the west of Crestview, you're going to have a, a, a brand new access to go back home and never have to get on Highway 85. You, right. can, you can come to town shopping. Not that we don't want you to, but right. I mean, if you're just if you're not going to do any more shopping and you're just going to go home. You can take that east-west connector to the bypass, come out yep. over at the end of, uh, you know, uh, Antioch area over there, and, and mm-hmm. head on home. Right, right. So keeps that unwanted traffic off at eighty-five. Right. Yeah, and if you uh, even if you go into Walmart, you'd now be able to go across the across uh, Highway eighty-five to the. Wayne bumped his microphone there and got yeah. a little close. <laughs> yeah. So right, both both directions, right? So so if you need to come in, you need to go to Walmart. You can be more deliberate about your trip that you're making and things like that. And um, again, we don't we don't want people to not drive through Crestview, but if you're if we can take some of the pressure off of people who are literally just driving through the center of town because all they're doing doing is just going from the north through, to the south yeah. or whatever, you know, um, that that's that's part of what this whole uh, bypass project is right that's part of what yes. it's all about it some of it is about relieving traffic in the afternoons but it's also if, if anyone that's been here for more than 10 years notices even on the weekends traffic has gotten a lot heavier um on 85 and and some other portions uh, around the interstate it's probably going to stay that way uh, mm-hmm. now because people aren't going to stop coming to destin in, in those areas and we are the main artery from the interstate to that so that that's something that's going to yeah. continue to happen but the only um, the only north south corridor in the entire county. So, right. um, and we feed down in from Alabama too, and right. and so I mean, it, ultimately though, I know that can be annoying for some people, but when the traffic is worked correctly, um, it will have less of an impact on on a, on the daily lives of the people who are currently living here. So that, but and that kind of tie actually makes me kind of go jump to what I want to to talk about next that whole area there one of the other things in that area that's going to be seeing some changes and be seeing some improvements and stuff is actually the brookmead park area um and jace you can tell us uh some about that right right so the the brookmead park improvements um and when i say brookmead park that's the location of where the eglin federal credit union uh skate park is and the uh the rc remote BNT control raceway yeah bnt raceway um so that's that's the area that we're looking at and um we've received some funding from uh the tdd mm-hmm. tourist, tourist development, development tax District. and uh which is a great opportunity for us to be able to make improvements uh throughout the city and the brookmead park is one of those and something that we're looking at, a couple of things we're looking at doing in there is that land that we have that we have there is just developing that more, um, expanding uh, some of the amenities of the the racetrack. We want to be able to add a drag strip down there. Okay. Um, we want to be able to add a observation deck over there as well. That's for, also uh, ADA accessibility is part of that, right? That yes, yes. that will all be ADA accessible. Um, is the the ultimate goal there. Mm-hmm. And uh, but that observation deck will have two pro shops for when there are events, skate events or RC events for uh, vendors to come in, set up, uh, rent or sell equipment, merchandise. Uh, There will also be bathrooms out there and then like a covered area. If you just want to watch and see what's going on, it's going to be a place for everybody to come out and hang out and be involved or just be a spectator. Um, but we, uh, we're going to do some, uh, parking lot improvements down there as well. Especially down around the racetrack, right? Cause there's yes. not, I mean, there isn't, I mean, it's, there's plenty of space. It's just not like constructed like a parking lot. I mean, it's just dirt and grass and <laughs> that's what it is down there. Right. Yeah. 
it's a we we're adding RV parking too. Correct. Uh, yeah. So with, I was gonna get there. I was okay. gonna let him finish and see if he mentioned it. But right. yeah, and people, someone may ask, why are we putting RV parking in there? Well, for two reasons. For one, they need it because when they host their big tournaments, especially the one they have that's part of the national circuit, people come from. Arkansas, uh, Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, uh, Mississippi, Louisiana, Texas, like people come from all over to participate in that because it's part of a circuit and it's a, and it's a big deal. It's a big race. Um, but also it helps us turn back around and get more of that TDD funding and contribute to it because all those RV spots, when someone stays in them overnight and they pay to rent that space, part of that money is collected with the bed tax. Right. So right. it's just another opportunity for us to make money off of what's not going to be a local. They're going to be here for the race. They're going to be staying here. So we're going to get that's just more opportunity for us to be able to do more improvements right. like that. Now, I, I want to ask you this real quick. Bathrooms, I know a lot of people are going to be excited about, especially the ones from the RC Park. It's currently got a truck all the way up the hill to the port right. at the top where the skate park is. Uh, and cover is going to be really nice because right now, especially around the skate park, there's there's not cover. I know it's brutal for those uh, boys, girls, men, women that are hanging out over there in the summertime. If they're, maybe someone wants to go skate on their lunch break or something, it's probably pretty rough in June or July right now because we don't have a lot of cover. Um, but also, I thought, are we still looking at putting an actual cover over the track so we don't have to cancel if there's rain because the track conditions have to be a particular way in order for them to have the competitive racing. Correct. You're right. Uh, we're looking at putting a, a covering over the RC track itself so it can be rain or shine. You know, you can still get out there and have your events. You won't have to cancel just because it's raining. You'll okay. now um, have a covered a covered area. Um, we haven't looked into putting a covering over the skate park Well, yet, I didn't though. mean like over it, but I assume maybe we're going to have some space maybe around where the pro shop is or something where there's covering. Yeah, that's so where the that observation deck the is going to be at, yeah. and that's where the pro shops and bathrooms and a little courtyard area and something else uh, you know, that we're, we're looking at adding in there is a food truck option. Okay, heck um, yeah. Uh, just an area for food trucks to come in, set up for these events. Yeah, I and know. It was a bit of a challenge whenever we did the grand opening for the skate park because I had to take away parking spaces. Um, luckily, there's a lot of space on the other side where the where the hospital track thing is. I don't know who owns that, but we park on it, so deal with it. <laughs> it's right away, actually. We park on the right away. But but with the new improvements, there's going to be more than enough parking to to handle the amount of people that are that come down and visit awesome, that area. Because I, I'd love for us to be able to get someone to get a, the actual tournament going at the skate park too. And I know right now parking is kind of a challenge for that because you'll that upper space you're gonna need for vendors and registration and a lot of that stuff. And and so if you've got a skate park tournament going on and an RC park tournament going on, which would be awesome. I don't know that we have the space the way it's laid out currently to really support that, but it sounds like from the work you've been doing and, and from some of this funding that we're gonna have a a lot better. Yeah, we've engaged with. Better. We we have a firm that we contract with is uh, actually uh, providing a master plan for for this park. This is a twenty acre park. We're only using about half of it currently. Okay. So once the improvements are made, you're going to see a a huge accessibility improvement uh, for the ADA, more parking, RV. Uh, you know, we're bringing in sewer and water, everything to accommodate. And make this a a great place to visit and uh, a great place to come on weekends and spend. We want it to be a destination where if you come for an RC event that you can stay there all weekend yep. and not have to yeah. leave. And so we're keeping our right. we're keeping those dollars in town. We're yes. you know we're generating our local economy. 
we're gonna absolutely we're gonna have stuff down there as part of that little adventures program that if you've listened to my episode a few weeks ago with Jennifer from the uh, uh, tourist uh, from the TDD, um, you'd know that you know part of that is going to promote our Main Street area too. So you're here, maybe you don't have a race until three hours later or four hours later, and you don't need to work on your car. You brought your family with you. Come check out our downtown, right? Go get some ice cream at Tom's. Go check out the flip flop shop. Check out one of the restaurants. You know, many of those. There's the food trucks. There, our Twin Hills Park. Like just trying to give people other things they can do. Keep them here. Keep them in town. And some people say, why we want to do that? Well, because they're stimulating our local economy. That's exactly sure. why we want to do it. That's the ultimate goal is just to create more for the community. More yeah, for, and, to, and to we all it. use this too, right? So right. just like we can all have these experiences as well. It's not just limited to someone that's a, coming here for the tournament, right? I mean, right. You, right. we all our citizens will have access to all these amenities. It's all open be to at the, the park and it's free. It's, it's free. You know, yep. right. I mean, everyone will say, well, it's not free. I tax pay for it. Well, in this case, tourists did. <laughs> so. But we don't have admission fees to go and skate at the skate park. No, you want to go and not. skate, take your rollerblades, bike skateboard i mean you could just follow go the and, rules but yeah. follow the rules of course <laughs> yes but i mean yeah to use the rc track i mean there's there's not any type of mission fees no in, there's in, a couple so we do have an mou with with bnt and there's a couple weekends where they have their tournaments sure and, you know we ask that you respect that but all the rest of the time they do most of the maintenance at the track and they yeah. do a lot of hard work down there oh yeah and, they and keep you it just get to really take good. advantage of it great right? partnership yep. great partnership yeah really so awesome. so I mean, we're we're talking about that area. That that area um, is well, the people are. You're going to see a lot of stuff going on in that area. That's probably sure. why I want to talk about it, right? Because there's there's a lot of people living on Redstone, moving into Redstone. Yep. Those areas. Um, you're going to see some traffic improvements at Redstone and Brookmead itself. Um, yes, that's still and that, it's all part of a. When you create improvements one area, you have to have accommodations. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, of course, with, this, with the schools out there and all the new houses that's being built in the Redstone, the East End, um, you know, we have that four-way stop that's, that's been in place forever. And um, the misalignment is yeah, the reason The whole why, jump over. <laughs> right. Yeah. Brook, Brook meeting Redstone <laughs> intersection that we all encounter when we drive that in that area. Well, it is our plan— now with this another one of our capital projects is we're going to signalize that intersection the city recently purchased a little piece of property there yeah the one was right where an old house was at people probably noticed it's clear yeah. now and we've done that to to actually line the roads up to align the intersection up where it uh, meets code meets the specifications and requirements of building a an actual intersection that would be signalized we talked about roundabouts. We didn't. In the engineering data that we received didn't actually support that, and uh, we didn't have quite enough right of way to accommodate a, a safe roundabout that that fire trucks could. I was going to say yeah. Trucks, so we have a little bit of a challenge there because we have school buses, yeah. and we also have uh, our station, our Brook, Brookmead station, yes. right there. Um, station three, station three, right? Yeah, right. And so, uh, and, and you know, so those guys, I'll tell you. Those guys are fantastic at driving a fire truck. It gives me an idea. I might have some engineers in here because I got to ride around with Santa a few times and we were in a cul-de-sac. And I was like, there's no way this truck is getting around this cul-de-sac. And they turned that thing around like a dime. Oh, yeah. And I was really impressed. Yeah, those guys are awesome. And, and um, you know, as part of this project, it's just, just like the we didn't we didn't talk about pricing, but this this particular improvement for the intersection and we're actually improving Redstone all the way to Highway eighty five and we're working with the state once again with those 
with that connection there. It's about a three to four million dollar project. Once once it's all completed, you're gonna you're gonna see a a tremendous amount of improvements, sidewalks, and everything in that all of that local area right there. And and um, so that not only can you drive safer, better, and easier, you also for pedestrians and ADA. Um, you know, accessibility is it's all going to be um, better. Yeah. It's going to be improved. So we're we're excited about that project too, and we're in the uh, planning stages. We actually almost have, um, com- you know, a hundred percent plans for the for the project. So you'll see that one being bid out soon. Yeah, I think, and I'm just going to go ahead and mention this now so that it holds me and Tim to it. He might get mad at me. I don't care, but I'm pretty sure we're going to try to do some kind of uh, like um, uh, neighborhood meeting, community meeting, public meeting, something like that. It for it's for everyone, but we're going to target residents in that area, so they can come in and kind of have a conversation about the things that they're going to be seeing going on because it's going to affect them, right? Yeah, there's I mean, a lot of gonna, people living down there. Yeah. I mean, over the last 15 years, I mean, that intersection of four way stop would have worked, but 50, jump 15 years in the future now, no one expected Redstone or well, all that down to also a no one lane. understands how four way stop works anymore. I'm a little disappointed in in us as a as a city because just because you got there before someone else doesn't mean you get to go that's not how four-way stop works that's i'm, I'm gonna get back off my soapbox but well this this traffic <laughs> signal will alleviate all four-way stop confusion yeah right okay so um wow i see i told so we're almost done i told you guys it was gonna go fast and we weren't gonna get it through all this stuff um uh, I, I think that's, I mean, my list here, that's pretty much what I have covered for it. I, again, I, I just want to thank both of you for coming in because I know I everyone I come in there, like he always says they're busy. Yeah, we are because we, we move at a speed that a lot of people don't expect out of local government. Um, but we do that and we do that because we care about what's going on in Crestview and we want to, we want to see Crestview be awesome. I'm just gonna, sure. it's lame, Agreed. but I'm just going to say it. Yeah. <laughs> or cheesy, but. I mean, Crestview's growing, and it's it's time to to start accommodating for our growth and impro- making the improvements to adjust to our growth. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And and I know that, um, so I said traffic. Well, I mean, we talked about traffic. We didn't bury it all the way at the end, but, but all of this includes traffic improvements, right? So, and I want people to be aware. There's a couple that we didn't talk about related to the comments and some other things that you'll see happen as well eventually, but. We, I want people to understand we are aware, we understand, we live here, we work here, we deal with it too. We are working through these processes, but as Wayne mentioned earlier, we, it, it, I'm not passing the buck, but honestly, there's a lot of these situations where we don't control those roads, despite the fact that they go through town. I understand that, but we don't control them. So right. we don't control the timelines on when they get worked on. We don't control the contractors that get picked to work on them. You know, F- FDOT roads, we state roads, We don't control roads, the potholes like on 85 and 90. <laughs> right. So so we hear you. We understand. You know, we, we, we are part of boards, TPO boards, uh, a couple other boards. I'm not going to get into all that right now. But, uh, you know, essentially we, we express our views. We let people know that. We tell people what's going on with them. But there's still a master list. And sometimes we aren't at the top of it. And that's just how it is. Yeah. And, um... Uh, and they don't always approve our concepts of uh, how we feel that a road should connect. Or, that's true, or how despite it's the fact that we would probably be the best to understand that since we're the ones that are here and drive it every day. Yes, but exactly. that's a whole other story. Uh, I agree. <laughs> but so uh, again, I just I want to thank both of y'all for being here. I really appreciate it. I, honestly, you know, I, I know y'all are both super busy, so I, I'm grateful that you were able to take some time to come in and just share this information with me and with the public in general. 
Um, real quick, I want to mention that speaking of the RC Park, there's a charity race going on this weekend. If you're listening to this for the, uh, is it 10th, 11th, and 12th? Uh, or 11th, 12th, and 13th. I'm terrible at my job. I should have wrote that down. Yeah, 11th, it's 12th, this 13th, weekend. Yeah. It's Friday through Sunday. This weekend, if you're hearing this on the radio Saturday morning, you can come check it out. Um, I, it's What's great is it's a it's a big event, but it's a charity race too, so uh, the proceeds are going to go to some charities um, that are local, uh, you know, that, that are great. They, they take some of the funding from the tournament and they do those pay attention to us later on. Actually, there's a mayor chat. I'm going to film today. We're going to talk about that more. Um, so you can find that on our social media that Brookmead park is where the RC track is. That's where they'll be having that. Um, there's a whole lot of stuff going on. I'm not going to get into all that. I am going to get at it before anyone gets out of here. I'm going to say this, you know, as I always say, local government has one of the largest impacts on you on your, on your daily life. Uh, despite the fact that the television wants to tell you DC is where it's all at, the truth is, is right here is where a lot of it is because that's where you spend 95% of your time and the decisions we make are the ones that affect all of us. So I just want to say thank you as always to everyone that takes the time to engage with us civically. Let us know what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. Come to the council meetings. They're open to the public, usually second and fourth uh, Mondays of the month. Let us know. Talk to us. Send me an email, pio at cityofcrestview.org. Um, let me know what, what you like, what you don't like. We really want to know those things because the way we can develop new ideas, new projects, figure out what we need to be doing better in the future. Or, you know, you could always just thank us for the things we're doing now, <laughs> but you and know. if anyone has any questions about any of the capital projects in the city of Crestview, please reach out to Jason. And I, our information's available on the website through Ch- chance can provide it, um, or simply just call the city hall, ask to speak to Jason. And I, yeah. And, yeah. um, we're always available. Nah, shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah, we're available sometimes. Hours. <laughs> yeah, but you guys are out in the but field you, a lot too because you yes, got some new projects yes, we going are. on. And we have a lot of meetings where we engage with uh, engineering firms and developers. But, but what I'm getting at is, if you leave us a message, we'll return the call. We always do, and we'll be glad to answer any questions or help you to understand what we're doing here in Crashview and why we're doing it. Absolutely. Uh, so, just real quick. I'm we're I'm getting out of here. I swear. I just do want to thank WAZ WJSB for getting these out on the radio on Saturday mornings. I really appreciate that, and I appreciate everyone that takes the time to listen to it, gentlemen. Again, thank you very much for being here, and uh, yeah, thanks, thank Crestview. You. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Civic View. You can hear new episodes every Friday on Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, Audible, Podbean, iHeartRadio, and on our website at www.cityofcrestview.org. Civic View is a public affairs program produced and recorded right here at City Hall and is also featured Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. on WAAZ-FM and WJSB-AM. Our music is recorded, produced, and performed by Scott Holmes, and you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at City of Crestview. And with that, I'll say be safe, Crestview, and I'll catch you next time.